here we are now and I'm sorry if the story is so long but that's what led to what we're here and why I asked Brady to help me because for me it was like I will not repeat the cycle because it's not a life and it's not healthy. Hello and welcome to the Eat More Carbs podcast. My name is Jenna Fisher and I'm here with my co-host Riley Beatty. Today we have a very special guest, a former varsity rugby player, Irene, is here to answer some questions. Irene, can you take a minute and just introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes. Hi, everyone. First of all, thank you guys for having me on your podcast. I want to apologize in advance. My English is not that great, but I'll I'll do my best. (laughs) So if you don't understand anything, please DM me. My name is Irene. I'm a former varsity rugby player. Right now I'm navigating adult. I might play rugby again in January. We're still figuring that out. Other than that, I graduated from a business school last year in Canada. And now I'm working in a law firm, actually. I do marketing on the side too. And yeah, that's basically it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Irene. We're so excited to get to chat with you today. I'm also selfishly so excited to see you again because we used to work together, but I haven't seen you in a little bit. So I'm so excited to be able to chat with you and see you again. Before we jump into some of the questions that we have for you, we do a high and low segment where we just share a little bit about what's going on with our week personally, the best parts of our week, and maybe the parts of our week we wish had gone a little bit differently. Riley, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, we'll start this week off with a high. We are in December right now. It is the holiday season. We're really excited to bring back our festive fueling mini training. This is a two-week mini training that we have launched. It's free for individuals and we've been getting some really good feedback on it. So we're happy to kind of bring that back and have it as a resource for the RBSN community this December. My low has to do with Joe Burrow. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I'm very into my fantasy football team. I'm the person that takes it the most seriously in our family league. You know, I've had my complaints about Joe Burrow at the beginning of the season and there's been drama because last night on Thursday night football, Joe Burrow, I guess, was injured, but nobody knew about it and he got me eight points. I am so sorry. (laughs) That's sad. I'm very upset because now I'm going to have lost five weeks in a row. And you need a new quarterback now, potentially, if he's like going to be out for a bit of time. I have Jordan Love as my backup. I think I've asked you that before. I'm sorry about fantasy, but extremely excited about festive fueling. So the good and the bad of each week. (laughs) Irene, do you have a high and low? Oh, yeah, sure. First of all, I wanted to say, yeah, I received the emails for the festive fueling um, program. And actually, that's super cool. Like, I find that it's a great idea because, yeah, holiday season is... It's mainly difficult for, I mean, a lot of people, but especially for athletes, I find, because most of the time we go back home, we see our family, and then nobody's aligned with us. Let's be honest. They're not aligned. They're not aligned. So it's a struggle. So yeah, thank you so much for that, because it's a community, so we can help each other out, and we can also benefit from you guys, like your experience and act like proper information and not just look at some stuff online without knowing if it's backed by science or not. Anyways, I just find it really cool. On another note, uh, my high, we're Friday. I'm sorry, it's a win. So (laughs) it's a win. I'm working remotely. So again, another win. But (laughs) these are like two small wins from today. But more generally, if I think about my life right now, my high for this week, I think was yesterday, I did a really great gym session. And um, I was able to like do it it's a sort of like front squat but not really a front squat but anyways and I was able to hit my four sets of like eight to ten repetitions with 180 pounds so I was really happy about that I was like damn I can do that now like it was not come Riley knows like I'm coming 
something from somewhere that was not there a few months ago. So I'm so happy about that because yeah, it was like a back squat, but you needed to have like small steps to elevate your feet. So it's more, it's more quad focused. And I was like, I, I think it's too, it's too heavy. It's too heavy. I was like, no, Irene, it's not too heavy. Do it. And then I did the four sets, eight to 10 reps. I was dying, but I did it anyways. And that was my high. And I would say a low, which is not really a low. I think that, you know, we all have like the ups and downs. But if I had to pick a low is that it's starting to snow he here in Canada. And that's a low for me. I'm sorry, but having a winter that comes from November and, and ends in April, like for me, it's it's not it's not happening. Like, I don't want that to happen. And I'm looking at the sky today. I'm like, it's going to snow again this weekend. I, I guarantee you. So yeah, that's my low. <laughs> well, congrats on the new PR in the gym. That's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> that makes up for the snow. Yeah, it, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, okay, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> I will wrap up our high and low section on the topic of festive fueling and incorporating fun foods. My One of my favorite grocery stores to go to, it also happens to be the closest one to my house, is Trader Joe's. And my Trader Joe's has the little gingerbread ginger snap cookies back. And those are my absolute favorite cookie. They're so good. I always incorporate them as my fun or my soul nourishing food in my holiday fueling. So I was really excited that I got picked up a box of those the other day. My low for the week is I started to notice that my sleep was really being impacted by the amount of caffeine that I was having throughout my day. Sleep is just an extremely important part of our overall health. It's one of the things that we talk about during our membership, but I have been working on cutting back my caffeine consumption throughout my day so that way I have better sleep habits which does mean that I have a little bit of like that caffeine withdrawal headache in the afternoons that's my low for the week as I've been feeling not my not my best but I know that in the long run it's the good thing for me because it makes sure that I'm able to sleep a good seven to nine hours each night well good for the cookies though I wish we had Trader Joe's here because I need to go to the U.S. to benefit from all of these things so yeah you're lucky <laughs> I feel very fortunate to be close to a Trader Joe's. <laughs> Irene, have you ever been to a Trader Joe's? Yes, my family's from Maryland. So I've been going to the US since I was two years old. I stopped going there after 18 because my parents decided that I was able to handle my own money. But yeah, basically, <laughs> I was going every year for like two to three months to the US. Um, to see my family. So yeah, Trader Joe's was a must. Other stuff were a must, like Panera Bread. I'm sorry, can we talk about Panera Bread? Yeah. That was one of my favorite when I was younger. I would say that I love food and I love going to the US for food. What did you get from Panera Bread? When I was younger, I remember they used to have this, um, the soup and then the little sandwiches. I think it was with mozzarella, tomatoes, and chicken. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe it changed a lot, but I remember that was my go-to when I was younger. So yeah. I love that you can like pick, it's literally called pick two at Panera, but I love that you can like, pick multiple things I can get a, a soup and a sandwich or like a salad and a soup because I can never decide what I want so I always love that you have multiple options to choose from and actually they're super good I'm not a veggie person like Riley knows I'm not that of a veggie person but really their soup are actually really good yeah they have some great options we will move into some of our questions that we have for Irene so first question is can you talk about your nutrition journey and how working with Riley changed your approach to fueling? Um, well, for that part, I wanted to go a bit back in my history so that people can understand when I, where I'm coming from. So actually, when I was younger, I started to train when I was about like two to three years old. So that's why my nutrition journey started very early because, well, my training journey 
started really early. So I started um, doing multiple sport when I was younger, but my main passion was judo. So I was in love with judo. At that time, I remember it was not really popular uh, for girls. So I, I was one of the only girls doing judo in my club. I think we were three girls. It was my passion, not many girls. I was always around boys. So I started to get very competitive from a young age. I'm not saying that girls are less competitive than boys. It's just I, I've always been competitive, but there I could find that competition, like going hard against people. And they were not treating, treating me as a girl. They were like, no, you're one of the boys because we were so young that we didn't different shape that was fun times like when I'm talking about it you can see that I'm smiling because I actually loved that period of time when I was younger so I started judo around seven to eight years old I remember exactly and food or weight was never an issue because I was training I don't I wouldn't say training as I mean training today but when you were young it was still training because I remember that judo asked you for a lot of discipline and commitment that I've kept around the years because compared to let's just say rollerblades okay you're doing rollerblades just for fun with your parents whatever it's cool but in judo for example I remember there would make us start doing some stretching a bit we would start doing some push-ups like we had this little segment um, during practice where we had to do a bit of like exercises of different body movements and everything so it kind of gave me the base of like okay you need to train you need to take care of your body to perform this is how I would start to view stuff because when you ask the teacher why are we doing games all practice or just like you know little tournaments it was like no because you need to prepare for tournaments so yeah you can have the little fun part at the end of the training but before you need to like practice the exercise do some re repetitions etc so yeah that was all fun times I was winning a lot of medals at the time it was like small competition but still looking back I'm super proud of that I was one of the only girls on the team so I was happy to like bring the medal to the, the team with all the guys and everything because I was just like see um, we're equal like we're I'm participating as much as a guy I'm as important as a guy because you needed a girl to be able to compete right so yeah that was my childhood and then it's starting to get complicated around 12 to 13 years old so what happened was as I told you I used to go to the U.S. every year for like two to three months and stay with my family the thing is that one year I went to the U.S. but I decided to stay with one of my friends that I had there with their parents and everything and the mentality around food and around exercise was different and I think is still different between European mentality and Northern American mentality so for example we would have access to the kitchen and the food and whatever we wanted to eat like in my family yeah I can decide what I want to eat but most of the time like you know your parents are like okay for tonight for dinner we're having this and this is your option but there it was more like okay we're going to Walmart, Trader Joe's, Costco, they're just like, okay, pick whatever you want for the week. So of course, when you're 12 to 13 years old, I mean, chicken nuggets were go-to for me, like the Mickey Mouse chicken nuggets. Oh my God, that was amazing, right? So yeah, next thing you know, I'm eating all of this food I'm not usually eating because again, even in the food, the components and the traditional food, when you compare the two countries or the two regions, they're different. My body was not used to it. I get to have snacks until midnight and watching a, a show. My parents are not there. Amazing, amazing time. And my only physical activity at this point was playing with the Wii, uh, with the balance board. So this was the first trigger was the balance board. 
because one day we were playing uh, Wii Fit and you needed to get on the balance board to create your me character, right? So I remember, I remember this. Um, yeah, okay. I so 100% I, I remember got, this. So you remember how they would look and how they would run together and the music themes behind and everything. So yeah, I remember that day I get on the balance board as I would always do, but this time my me immediately gains weight. Like I didn't associate it with weight, but it was something was wrong with my me and the sound was like, do 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 which means something's wrong because in the game when you're doing something great there's a sound that is attached to it and when something wrong happened there's this sound that just happened to me like on live TV, television telling me like something's wrong with your meat at first i don't understand and i remember i look at the weight and there's a difference between kilograms and pounds and i didn't know that so at first i was like am i weighing that much kilograms It was all over the 100, I remember. And it was like, oh my God, I'm in so much trouble. That was the first thing that I thought because I didn't know why, but like, I was like, no, I'm in so much trouble. I'm not supposed to because of that small, silly sound. Like just that, the comments that I had when I got back home from closer family and everything, because I don't think that's what triggered me the most. Because actually my mom was pretty, not okay with it, but she didn't say much. She, she was just like, well, it's like, it happens move on see she wouldn't make a big deal out of it it was the other people and then when I got back home my coach doctor and mom had a when I think about it a really great approach they were like we're not gonna make her lose weight we're gonna wait we're gonna let her like stay at the same weight for like two to three years because she's still growing and she'll get back with the say the the curve like we used to have a sort of like the, the chart you're like, it's going to be fine. Come live it like this. Just make sure that she doesn't continue to gain weight, but she doesn't have to lose weight. So that was that. And for me, I was still, I, I still didn't get it. I, I still didn't get what was the problem. I was just like, well, I feel okay. And what triggered me was not the comments, was not the fact that I was supposed to stabilize, is that I had to, I had another competition a few months after. But remember, we're not a lot of girls. So if you gain weight, you move up a category very quickly and the categories were bigger the weight difference could be a little bigger I so now I'm sh- competing against people that are four years five years older than me and I lose for the first time trigger huge trigger and I think this is where everything started is because I've lost so I kind of associate my the loss with my weight because I was like yeah it's because you went up a, cat- a weight category So that's why you lost because you're not supposed to be there because people your age are not this way. And then after that- So like now that's a bad thing. Like you're seeing that as a bad thing. Exactly. And when you think about it, I was what, 13 years old. And as I told you, for me, judo was my passion. And now I'm starting to be not good at it anymore. It was terrible for me. For me, it was like, it's dramatic. It's, it cannot happen. And this is when kind of a, the trigger happened. And my first time losing and losing that quick it was linking the weight gain with the fact that I've lost. So after that, I was like, no, I cannot be losing stuff. It's my passion. I'm al- I've always been good at it. I don't want to start being not good as something that I love. So I started to train even more. I remember that like at the time, adult could not pick up on the the pattern that was being created because it sounded like oh mommy or coach i want to go to three extra classes because i want to train against people that are older than me so that when i arrive into competitions i'm not surprised and i can actually compete so for them it was more like oh she just want to get prepared she's not doing it because she wants to lose weight or she it was not linked to the weight or anything because it was not even linked to food right i was still eating normally i mean normally quote unquote what my parents were giving me so it was fine for them but with all of that training what happened was i started also to look a bit online at like when i look back now really bad advice 
because there was all this diet culture going on. I remember the cereal boxes special K that was the worst because they had this website calculating calories for you. And I just, I have flashbacks now. I remember me going on that website from a TV commercial that I saw, and then I learned about calories. And then the cycle starts with that because I understand that each thing that I'm putting into my body counts as a calorie. For me, a calorie was a gram. So see, from the starting point, I was not in the right path because I didn't understand I was so young. And I don't think a child should be exposed to to this because well you're a child you're not supposed to have to understand all these complicated things but then i started to develop patterns that were not great like for example my mom had always always made me eat pasta before my comps my competitions and it was like no mom i cannot have pasta and then i could not explain to my mom why because my mom would pick up so i was smart about that so i would take the pasta with me but I would not eat all of the pasta when I was there. Like I would not eat all of my food to make sure that like I didn't gain all of these calories. I started having really bad behaviors before competitions because you had to be weighted before the competition. So I would look a bit online again, not recommend, but like how people would do it in wrestling and stuff. And so people, if they wanted to move up a category, they would drink a lot of water, but on the other hand, if you don't want to be as heavy, you don't drink any water. So I started to do these things. I didn't understand what I was doing, but I, it was working in a sense. But then I started to do some yo-yo. I was doing some yo-yo without knowing it because, well, when you think about it, you do it for a little bit and then you're like, oh, it's working. And then you don't have another competition for like an extra month. So you don't do that. And then, oh, you have a competition. Oh my God. Like your your coach waited you like maybe two weeks before just to, to get it an idea of what's going to happen. And then you're like, okay, I have two weeks to like get back to this weight. We didn't have a scale at home, if I remember properly, but we had one in the dojo. So I would weight myself coming into practice without everybody knowing it. Like I'm just, nobody never noticed. It was just like a quick, oh, I get in, I go out, that's it. And you were then, hiding the behavior. Exactly. Because I don't know, in a sense, I knew something was off, but I didn't know how to explain it. I just knew that I didn't want people to know. I was losing more and more competition because well with the the yo-yo I think that I was I was just not I was just not healthy overall I was just really tired and everything when I said I was losing more it was not like all of the comps but still the percentage was bigger than when I was greater than I was younger and for me that was not normal when I think about it it's just part of the journey like you you have good comps and you have bad comps this happened and then I started to notice my body was bigger than some people around me and I would not factor the fact that I was an athlete at the time because I was training basically seven to eight hours per week when you're 13 I'm sorry but you're an athlete at this point for me but at this point I didn't understand that I was just like why am I bigger than other people yeah but you are so stronger than other people but it's okay well I don't look like other people I saw I still to feel really bad about myself and then I go back to the U.S. for the vacation the summer vacation and like my family don't recognize me they're like what what happened to her? Because, you know, they don't see you for a year and then they see you and they're like, what happened? I know that it comes from a good place, but they asked me with my cousin to go run every day, like for an hour at the park. So now I started to understand that, oh, if I run, I'm going to lose the weight. So I started to associate if I eat, I have to run to lose the weight. So people wouldn't see, wouldn't realize that I was eating too much or anything. I lose a bit of weight, if I can say. I arrived to high school. This time is also different because I changed school and I was in a boarding school and it was very different it was like really like a closed circle and everything and I was never bullied in my life so for me it was you know another day 
at school, but there it was a military high school. So people were pretty in shape. Not everyone, but like most people, they were really into sports and everything. So now I, I heard like a comment about my body. It was like one comment, but it was like, oh, why are people picking up on that? Because for me, it was never an issue. I was like, but you know why? You're already losing weight. So keep losing the weight, right? I remember the school put it in place something that was actually great when I think about it because I kept the habit. It was to go walk for 30 minutes it was open to everyone every day we would go and have like a 30 minute walk like just outside and see stuff just to get some movement and when i think about it actually i am happy because now i still do it it's something that i'm just like oh you know just go outside and walk for 30 minutes it's not much it's just just to get your your body moving right so i've lost 30 pounds in less than a year so pretty drastic and then i get the compliments oh my god irene well it's wonderful blah blah i'm like okay so i'm gonna go just keep going right but th there's a limit <laughs> you know th there's there's a limit at some point i didn't get that at that, at that time so i remember coming the next year like during the summer I was doing Insanity by Sean. I don't remember his name, but like I was doing Insanity. Shawnee T, Insanity right? Program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the basement, I remember doing it. My my family was like, what is happening to this girl? But anyways, okay, we're not going to say anything. I get back. I get the fit girl labeled when I go back to school because I was one of the only girl going to the gym. Like I was 16 years old. I was going to the gym at like, like three to four times a week. I was running tra trails on weekends. I was playing rugby, judo, I was riding horses, and I was playing handball. Like you can see that all of that was just, I was compensating. I just didn't want people to know that I was eating, right? So then I started to cut down on the food. I was a fan of bodybuilders, so I started to get the idea of macros, calories, and everything. I decided that it was a good idea to drop my calories to 800 calories, calories per day. I remember the, the, the exact amount because it was what I wanted it was it was that it was that number so I I do that for a while I get injured uh, on my knee it was bad I was an ACL classic but then I didn't gain that much weight when I think about it but I still gained some weight because I couldn't run I couldn't do anything I remember I was like no they can't do that to me they be being someone we don't know who so then the narrative goes on this happens to me once they gave me the go to be able to run and do whatever I want again see me in the gym every day like you could still see me in the gym with my ACL just doing upper body but like it was like lower body runs again same insanity because it wasn't insanity when I think about it. And I started eating only apples at some point. Long story short, I fainted once. Then like the adults there, they were like, okay, what is happening? They asked some of my friends. Well, they said it. They're like, oh, Irene is not eating anymore. So then what they did is that they're like, okay, well, we know that if we give her whatever, like a talk or something, it would not work. So what they did is like, they forbid me to train for like two weeks. I remember it was hard. Again, I was crying. I was devastated. And I go through these two weeks and I'm like, okay, fine, you can train. And I start the same cycle again. Again. just this time I was smarter it was like now just eat before you go run on a Sunday you know to avoid all the drama so yeah that's happened finished high school still alive miracle get into university first time living with without your parents or without any adult there and then you have you remember the Costco the cookies this chicken nuggets everything is back look it's amazing so I eat a bunch of like really not great food when I think about it then it was really not healthy but for me, I was just like, it's okay, I'm still doing some sport. But what happened was, is I lost interest in sport at some point. I was like, I don't think I want to do any team sports no more. Or I, I didn't do the tryouts for the varsity team. So I gained a bunch of weight, basically, because from eating all of that, not doing any exercise. Then I did my tryouts for the varsity team, got in. So now I perform 
perform, but I don't perform as good as I used to and as I want to compared to other athletes. So what do I do? You know the cycle. I start to train more. I start to watch what I'm eating. But still, I'm really training a lot, but I'm not losing weight. I'm just getting stronger and stronger because I'm just training and eating a lot of... I'm bulking. Literally, I'm bulking at this point. COVID hits. You can't really go to the gym, but you can do home workouts. Terrible idea for everyone because I got obsessed with this home workout, going for runs, going for walks. It was insane. It was great, but it was insane when I looked back and I started like not counting my calories, but just cutting what I was eating just to control a bit more what I was eating. It was still healthy in a way because I was not like, oh, I cannot have that or have that. It was just like, you can have it, but you need to sit down and eat and be conscious and all of this. Anyways, lose 30 pounds again, finish my varsity years, perform well, but I was feeling terrible inside because, well, I started back on that cycle of like having a coach weighing my food from grams to grams and I get injured pretty badly last year and I had to have surgery. Have surgery, really knows the narrative, have surgery, gain 30 pounds in a month and I cry. Remember, I still have the band-aids on and looking at myself in the mirror and taking a video and was like, how could this is not me, this is not happening, I was crying. And then I started to have my old behaviors, but I could not have these old behaviors because I was not allowed to run yet. I was not allowed to like lift anything with my arm. It, it was just like lower body, small movement. There's so much you can do. There's so much you can do. So I started to cut down on my food, but then it lends to binge eating episodes because I was starving at the end of the week. And then at some point I was like, you know what? I think it's time to get help. I was not ready before because I actually tried to reach out to Riley before, but I was not ready to do the work. I was just ready to have a quick fix and let it go. And then that time I sat down with Riley, cried a bit, a lot. And then I decided to like work on it. And this is here we are now. And I'm sorry for the story is so long, but that's what led to what we're here and why I asked Ready to help me. Because for me, it was like, I will not repeat the cycle because it's not a life and it's not healthy. Oh my goodness. Irene, thank you so much for sharing your story. But that's such a powerful story. And I think it will resonate with so many people of kind of that cycle that people get caught in, which can be so dangerous. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. I hope that will inspire some people to not do it <laughs> yeah, yeah well I think just bringing awareness to it like you said like you were hiding those behaviors because a lot of the time like we think we're the only person going through that and sometimes we really feel alone in the journey so you being brave and being able to talk about your journey is going to help so many people hey y'all thank you so much for listening to this episode of the eat more carbs podcast this is part one of our interview with Irene part two will be released next week if you find yourself struggling with some of the things that Irene has shared in this podcast, please reach out for help. Feel free to reach out to Riley and I. As always, you can apply to work with Riley and I if you are hoping to work with a nutrition professional through the link in the bio of this podcast. You can also apply on our individual Instagram pages through the links in our bio. As always, make sure you rate, subscribe, and review. And if you have any questions for Riley and I, please make sure you leave them in the comments or you can find us on Instagram at the Eat More Carbs podcast. You can find me on Instagram at jenna.fisher.nutrition and you can find Riley at riley.fisher.nutrition. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Eat More Carbs podcast. And as always, remember to eat more carbs.